Hey, good Tuesday evening, everyone. This is State Representative Brad Halbrook uh, with another relentless pursuit of truth, logic, and common sense here on the Illinois Freedom Caucus Roundtable and Town Hall. we got a couple of important topics we want to touch on here this evening. And with that, I'm going to just kick it over to Representative Blaine Wilhauer to give us a welcome from his neighborhood, kind of not all the way Southern Illinois, but kind of Southern Illinois and Southeastern Illinois. Blaine, welcome. What's going on? Hey, it's great to be here. I'm uh, here from uh, God's country uh, here around uh, Beecher City, Illinois. Beautiful day uh, out today. Um, look forward to seeing everybody uh, this this weekend down in uh, Effingham for the Dinesh D'Souza event. So um, we're just uh, gearing up here as the Freedom Caucus to get ready to go back into session next month. We've got a lot of, lot of things going on, um, so we'll be uh, definitely... Uh, continuing to be in touch so it's good to be here today excellent thanks for joining so uh let's go to the other side of the state kind of southwestern illinois representative david freeze welcome what's going on ah Maybe well david just froze up looking forward to the veto <laughs> session for better worse you know i hope we take take up that uh i that uh that veto really should be a bipartisan bill that was supported on both sides of the aisle uh, I, I to take that back session yeah excellent that's great and with that let's move to the true central <laughs> illinois not peoria not bloomington but the true central illinois you might say bloomington since that's part of the 88th district dan calkins from decatur dan yeah. what's happening oh doing well uh, out working hard uh, getting some signatures uh, on petitions uh, it's good to see everybody. Uh, Blaine's uh, one of the hardest working members of the uh, Illinois caucus. Uh, show us your guns there, Blaine. You've been up there putting trusses up and hanging wall and stuff. Uh, it's good to see you again today. And David, uh, I know you've been busy in court. I'm glad they let you out for this. But we're, we're happy to be here. And uh, this is going to be a, a, another big night. And uh, Brad, you've got the slides, so let's get it cranked up. Let's get going. So here's our first slide. Welcome everyone to our town hall. And with that, if I can figure out how to toggle through these slides. So the first slide is going to touch on uh, one of Illinois' biggest new priorities is the spending on illegal immigration. Uh, and let's just kind of go through this, guys. If we want to go Blaine and then David and then Dan, if you guys have any comments on this slide, kind of what's going on in Springfield and Chicago with all the new spending and accelerated spending on the uh, immigration stuff and any thoughts you may have in and around that. Yeah, this is uh, typical Illinois politics. Unfortunately, you see the same theme over and over again, you know, these um, unrealistic policies at the end of the day, it's one thing to, you know, theoretically support, uh, you know, all of this stuff, being a sanctuary state, um, inviting all of these illegals here. But at the end of the day, somebody's got to pay for it. And what you're seeing right now is the uh, politicians up in Chicago who have been clamoring for open borders and, you know, been, you know, bragging about being a sanctuary city for the last, you know, probably six to six to eight years. Well, the bills are coming due now. You know, the rubber is hitting the road on the on the unrealistic policies. We see this in every category. We see it in energy. We see it in our tax policy. We see it in everything else. It's time to, you know, insert some good Freedom Caucus uh, common sense into some of these 
into some of these policies. What you're not hearing from these Democrats that are, you know, um, complaining and getting frantic and spending millions of dollars to try to uh, plug this gap, what you're not hearing is the, the need to secure the border. You know, uh, nothing nothing works in this country without without securing the southern border. So um, it'd be nice to hear some uh, Democrats give some, uh, you know, give some give some thoughts to that, especially now that they're actually seeing this, um, you know, in their hometown. And it's not going to stop there, guys. If we don't fix this up in Chicago, it's coming our way, too. So um, really big problem. Right. Yeah. David. Yeah, I mean, we're looking at uh, $1 billion just on health care alone for illegal immigrants. Uh, you know, that money could be well spent on well, maybe shoring up our pension systems, which we have a problem with. You know, wouldn't that be a nice idea? Uh, you know, and it's like like Blaine said, you know, it's very unfortunate that the, the Democrats in this state don't talk out about this. You know, I, I catch the news periodically and there are Democrats on uh, in Texas that are finally speaking up about this. And I heard one of these, uh, today or yesterday talking about, you know what, we, we need to send them back, uh, to their country of origin. Uh, you know, my understanding is, uh, 90, 95% of these people, they don't qualify for asylum. That's what they're calling them asylum seekers. Uh, they're in this country illegally. We need to send them back. Yeah, exactly. Dan, any thoughts? Well, I think that uh, what we're seeing is exactly what Blaine talked about, and that is we're diverting our limited and precious uh, resources, not just in money, but in uh, and, uh, people and effort and time that's being spent on all this. We're, uh, you know, we've got issues in our own state. We have issues that need to be fixed. I know we've got uh, a lot of money going into roads, but we've got bridges that are in disrepair that we need to, to think seriously about fixing. You know, we, 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 we have all of these other issues that a billion, uh, and that I think is just scratching the surface. You know, I think it could be as big as two billion, two and a half billion dollars when you go talk about the whole entirety of, of what we're going to spend on this. Uh, you know, it, it's totally misguided, misdirected. And uh, as, as David said, Almost all of these people, the vast, vast majority of them, when they actually do show up for a, a hearing, are going to be deported. Mm -hmm. So, you know, let's let's get to it. Uh, let's let's get this process sped up, and let's send the people back that don't belong here that aren't going to be contributing, uh, you know, to our economy. Right. You know, guys, and you're here. Yeah, that one billion. That's healthcare. Just in healthcare. Sorry, man. Yeah, yeah, that one billion. That's just in healthcare. Like you mentioned, Dan. You know, we've got housing, we've got, you know, uh, we've got, we're feeding these individuals because they're actually prohibited from working right now. Uh, you know, and I know that's, that's, that's that bill's going to really hurt at the end of the day when that comes, comes due. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, you know, again, this is accelerated in four years from $2 million to $1.1 or $1.2 billion dollars b billion uh chicago just announced 30 a 30 million dollar just short of a 30 million dollar contract with a uh, tent supplier to put these uh, illegal aliens in kind of winterized tents and that's in addition to the tens of millions that they started authorizing to be spent on different things and the illegals in the city of chicago and we haven't even touched on the federal money that's coming into these sanctuary cities and the like around the nation 
So, you know, you guys touched on this earlier. It was cool for Chicago to be a sanctuary state. It was cool for Illinois to be a sanctuary state until they had to put their money where their mouth was. And then the tune kind of changed, right? This was all Greg Abbott's a racist and on and on and on. But the, I think the the fall guys, and maybe we want to expand upon this. This is at the White House. This is a this is a federal policy coming out of the White House. This is where this needs to be. Well, but we yeah. also, yeah, go ahead, Blake. Yeah, I mean that's not an accident. You're exactly right, uh, Brad. This is uh, this is by design. It's, uh, the Democrats rule through chaos. Um, mm-hmm. They they really do, and you're going to see that even more with this government shutdown and stuff coming coming up. They want to expand the chaos as much as possible to, mm-hmm. you know, in, in, inflict um, radical policies mm-hmm. on us. You know, and the the thirty million that's a pretty good payday if you can get it right. <laughs> I think. Uh, there's going to be a lot of a lot of stuff that we're going to be looking into that exactly where that money is going. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that are um, benefiting financially off of the uh, off of this uh, self-made crisis as well. Yeah. 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 Dan, as I've been talking out in the last several weeks, uh, knocking on doors, I'm beginning to hear from some school teachers how some of these folks we're not hearing that they're moving into small communities, but we're seeing some some students show up in some of the schools. Um, it's it's kind of amazing uh, what's happening out there when you get out talking to people and what is really starting to have an effect. They're wondering how they're going to educate these kids. Some of these kids uh, are in their teens and have never been to school yet in their life, and yet they're dropping them into our public schools, uh, all kinds of language stuff. I mean, just a whole lot of issues that are beginning to surface here this fall. And, and they don't all speak Spanish. I mean, there's dialects and there's, you know, they come from different parts of uh, Central and South America. Right. And so just because you have a uh, English as a second language instructor doesn't mean that they're able to adequately communicate right. with these young kids. You know, they, they don't have that opportunity in their home country to go to school. And so they kind of speak the slang of their neighborhoods and uh, it's creating a lot of problems uh, in the uh, education system uh, just you know trying to accommodate these kids let alone teach them so yeah it, it, i think this is going to be a huge story uh it's already a big story but i, I think going down the road you know this uh, billion three just for healthcare is, is the tip of the iceberg Hey, guys, with that, let's get into our next slide. It's kind of got some priorities here of, uh, of the Illinois Democrats. And uh, probably the biggest breaking story here is the uh, uh, tax credits for the Chinese Communist Battery Factory that is proposed to be located in Mantino, Illinois, just between Kankakee and Chicago. Um, guys, this is $536 million, just over a half a billion in tax credits. These are Illinois tax dollars that are going to fund a Chinese Communist Party. I think as the onion continues to get peeled back, this story is getting smellier by the day. What's your thoughts on that? Well, first of all, the upfront, I believe, is 125 million. I mean, that's just with no clawback. There's, there's this is just seed money that uh, this, our our tax money, uh, our, you know, is going to go for. We're just going to write them a check for $125 million and hope that this all comes true. Uh, and then the rest of it uh, has to do with incentives and, and promises made. Uh, I think this is a terrible idea. Uh, it's a 
we're wasting, I think in the end, we'll find out that we're going to be wasting a lot of money right. of our taxpayer money. And this is business development money that could and should be used for mom and pops. You know, talk about grocery stores. We talk about retail. We have a lot of things that that money could be used for uh, to help, uh, you know, with our local businesses. And uh, for some reason, uh, you know, we're intent on on uh, on propping up a, uh, a, a Chinese government uh, battery factory that has, nefar- I think, nefarious undertones. You know, they want to produce uh, these batteries in, in, in uh, Illinois. They want to take over the uh, battery production in this country. And then we're going to be our automotive industry will be held captive uh, to that plant, which is controlled by the Chinese communists. And, and we're going to be in, pro- we're going to have uh, even more problems. Yeah. I was going to go to Blaine there, but he kind of blacked out. I don't know if he lost his, uh, he may have fell off the roof there where he was at. But uh, uh, so, you know, guys, this is the, I think the biggest single deal since the Mitsubishi deal uh, back in the mid eighties there in Bloomington, Bloomington, normal McLean County. Uh, he talked about the $125 million that's coming out of the governor's closing fund. David, I'm not sure, were you there when that bill got passed? I think it was all Democrat uh, votes on that, not a single Republican, and no Republican oversight on where the government, the governor can spend any of this money. So I think the Democrat leaders uh, get to know what's going on, but uh, it appears that the Democrat majority have complete control over this $400 million in this closing fund of where it can be spent, uh, who gets it, and uh, and and the like. So I guess there's Blaine back. But anyhow, what what's you guys' thoughts on $125 million, no Republican oversight, um, the governor and the two Democrat leaders can just do what they want with this $400 million, of which Goshen, the Chinese Communist Party, gets $125 million of it. Well, Brad, number one, um, the this um, all on government onslaught to prop up EVs is destroying the auto industry. I don't think that we can take that for for granted either. It's 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 destroying jobs. You're seeing that play out in the UAW strike over in um, in Michigan and elsewhere right now. But um, you know the. Um, Taxpayer dollars should never go to, um, you know, prop up a, a company that's full of uh, people that are closely associated with the Chinese uh, Communist Party. Um, they've got a history of, of stealing our stealing our technology and, um, you know, uh, trying to take over and take over our, our marketplace. And, you know, they can talk all they want about, you know, how uh, Volts, Volkswagen or, or uh, you know, California company is is where this place is based. But Chinese um, in the Chinese uh, Constitution, it demands it doesn't ask. It demands that the, any company doing business in China um, has to share uh, information, private company information with the Chinese Communist Party and the uh, Chinese military intelligence. So this is a big deal with uh, huge, huge uh, national security implications outside of the fact that it's just bad economics. It's just <laughs> bad economics. We're so desperate for for jobs in this uh, in, in this state, and this governor is so desperate for 
wins on his progressive ideology that he'll put national security at risk to get it. The same deal was um, was was proposed in Virginia as well. And uh, Glenn Youngkin uh, and the <clears throat> and the legislature there backed away from it for the very concerns that, that we have now. So we're not out here on an island right. um, being concerned about this. You may feel like that in Illinois sometimes because things are so bad. But uh, this is a this is something that's happening all across the nation. Right. Yeah. And this isn't a situation like we've seen in the past with federal and state tax dollars to where these companies come in and they take the money and run, you know, the cylinders of the world. This is going to take the money and stay. They're here. They play the long game. The Chinese play the long game and they're here to stay. They want complete domination in this electrical vehicle uh, manufacturing sector. Uh, to really put a stranglehold on us down the road. Uh, you know, we talked about this the other day, guys. I mean, $536 million, one-time deal. In 2021, the tax credits, the edge tax credits, $226 million, half of this amount, went to 223 companies in 2020. $189 million went to 196 companies. So here we see over double these amounts in the previous years going to one single company, uh, David, I think this is bad business, regardless of where you're at in the state, regardless of where you are in the nation. Um, yeah, I just think it's a bad business. And David is. He's muted. He's muted himself out. Brad, did you talk about the fact that they're um, they're literally getting more money and in incentives than it's costing to, to build the plant? Well, That's not crazy. yet, but I, my understanding is with the federal dollars coming in, that it's it's it way exceeds the $2 billion estimated plant. Maybe there's estimates of $8 billion. Blaine, if you can speak to that. Yeah, I mean, they, with the with the federal dollars, like you said, stacked in on top of the, the mm -hmm. state dollars, they're, um, you know, what is it, a $2, 3000000000 billion investment, supposedly, in this right. plant, getting upwards of $8 billion to to do this well that um you know i i would think that somebody would be uh heavily questioning that and it's not just on the state level um you know the the federal government needs to get involved the biden administration needs to get involved in this and they need to put an immediate pause on on this while uh, these these details are worked out fortunately we have some people in congress marco rubio senator from uh florida and um you know a group of representatives that's uh mm -hmm. trying this happen but uh it's this is uh very very important and you know um like you said earlier china is playing the long game on mm -hmm. this. they're they're really good at that you know look at what they're doing in california and what they're trying to do in illinois they're actually making laws that are saying that you know um combustible engines are going to be outlawed by right. you know 2030 2040 well we do that and you know we've um basically allowed the Chinese Communist Party to put a stranglehold on battery production, then who owns the automotive industry in the United States? And is that good for America? Right. Yeah. And, and you touched on this moments ago, Blaine. Uh, if you want to go to China and start a company up in China, you have to do a joint venture with a Chinese company. They have the majority stake in it. They stay with you long enough until they've stole all your technology. They open up down the street. They enter the U.S. market themselves. And then you just force you out of business. I mean, and 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 our governor, after 18 failed attempts to bring an EV manufacturer to the state of Illinois, he decides that this company is like where are these guys, where have they been all of our life, right? Why, why, yeah. So it's just, it's just, we're subsidizing 
our enemies in this situation, people that want to destroy us and, and are seeking world domination. And I know maybe some folks are thinking that's tinfoil hat stuff, but uh, the White House just hasn't admitted to it yet. It's the only reason, the only difference. Yeah. Dan? Oh, no, I think it's uh, pretty well covered. Um, we're going to be uh, talking to the folks from Mantino as well. I think there's issues up there about right. zoning for this facility. I think there's issues about uh, EPA when you're bringing in lithium and uh, all these uh, very uh, toxic chemicals to make these batteries. What's the, you know, the, what, what are they going to have uh, to protect uh, the environment? Let's go right back to the environment. <laughs> we can't ignore the environment, can we? Right. Uh, and, and there's also uh, some issues up there, uh, evidently, when this deal was put together uh, about Open Meeting Act and, and public engagement. So uh, this isn't just, a, you know, this is also a concern of the folks in Mantino. And uh, I, I look forward to uh, having an opportunity to get together with them and hearing their side of this as well. Exactly. Hey guys, let's bring our uh, bring our closing slide back in. Oh, I got a couple things as we kind of wind this down. We could probably talk an hour, and we will kind of continue to dive into this uh, this battery plan and what's going on there. We've talked about the uh, billion dollars plus of illegal immigrant spending, um, the millions of dollars that are going for out of state abortion care. And guys, this is still this this topic here. I'm beginning to hear more and more of this at the front door. I don't know what it's like in your neighborhood, but if anybody wants to talk about this uh, lack of desire of the majority party uh, for the investing kids program, it's 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 quite okay to put half a billion dollars into a Chinese company, but when it comes to investing in our own kids, guys, the uh, the priority of the of the majority party in Springfield's not there. Does anybody want to weigh in on this one? Oh, it's pretty clear, uh, Brad, you hit the nail on the head. It's about priorities. You know, we can do uh, billions of dollars for uh, legal immigration, but we can't do, you know, a, a, a few million um, for the Invest in Kids program who has 20,000 kids on a waiting list for this successful uh, program that it's actually uh, spending less tax dollars to educate kids in a, in, in, in a better way. You know, um, and that's the thing. This program is extremely successful. Like I said, there's a big, big waiting period on it. The only thing that keeps this uh, program from being uh, um, it, it funded is not even really the right word because it's mostly funded by 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 private citizens. But the only thing that's keeping sunsetting is because the, the powerful teachers unions in the state don't like it because they don't mm -hmm. like competition. Right. And they've got a stranglehold on way too many politicians in the state. And we're going to continue to bring uh, heat and bring light on this issue. Cool. And um, I'm confident that we're going to get something done in the in the veto session, because like you said, um, I think that we've hit this enough mm -hmm. um, it, to where the, the the people around the state, the citizens are standing up and starting to say, hey, what what's going on here? Yeah, exactly. David, any thoughts on uh, Democrat majority party uh, priorities? I don't know if your microphone's back or not. <laughs> I'm not sure it is. All right. Hey, let's 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 talk about this event. Oh, I get my slide pulled back up here. So this Saturday night, uh, Friday night, I'm sorry, this Friday night, Effingham, Illinois, this will be the place to be, uh, let's just say in all of Illinois. Uh, Denise D'Souza returns to Illinois after being gone for two years. Uh, many of you have maybe seen 2000 Mules. He's going to roll out a new movie. We'll play a trailer on that Friday night called Police State. 
Uh, tickets are still available. You can go to the website, uh, scan that QR code, illinoisfreedomcaucus.org forward slash events. And we have another town hall. Please put this on your calendar. I'm going to see. I think the date is just a touch covered up there. Let's see if we can change this around so we can see that better. October 7th in Marion. And the last slide where you can find us, IllinoisFreedomCaucus.org. And if you want to help us contribute to the cause, there's a place to do it. And with that, gentlemen, closing comments. David, if your microphone's back, let's close this out. And then we'll go David, Dan, and Blaine. And then we'll be done for this evening. I don't think he's back yet. Nobody. <laughs> Dan, maybe you can cover for David. You can read his lips and tell us what's on his mind. He says, uh, join us. Go ahead, say it again. Join us uh, Friday night in Effingham. Okay, I got that. I got that. <laughs> we look forward to seeing you there. Uh, it's great. Brad, thanks for putting this together. Uh, Colin uh, in the slides is great. Yeah. Uh, everybody, uh, uh, come join us. I think it's going to be a great night Friday night. We look forward to seeing you. Yeah, 6 o'clock. Blaine, your thoughts? Hey guys, uh, you know this is what it's all about. This is uh, why why we do this. We need uh, we need your your help and your support. You're the ones who got the, got the train on this. We are out there a lot of times uh, alone, being a voice in the wilderness on these important issues, um, like investing kids, like the uh, Goshen uh, plant in uh, th this going going on in, uh, in northern Illinois, you know, and without your support, we can't uh, do this. We're leading the charge on on this type of stuff. So get out there and uh, support us. Love to see you on Friday night and then uh, down in down in southern Illinois. Right. See you exactly. soon. Exactly. Thank you, guys. You guys make this look easy and really help uh, without a doubt to the content. And to that point, everybody out there, as always, we would like and covet that you would like and share and follow and subscribe to our comment that helps us uh, overcome the algorithmic gods of the big tech overlords. And uh, with that, uh, stay with us, stay tuned in. And we look to hope to see us uh, Friday night in Effingham. Have a good evening.